Welcome back to another episode of Cultivated Ignorance. You let you I am Will, the host, along with this guy. I can introduce myself. I am Mike, <laughs> the favorite host. <laughs> you gonna do the wig in the gun every time, now, aren't you? Every time. Oh my gosh. We found a formula. We, we kind of worked out. Yeah, but. <laughs> Alright, this week we're going to be talking about uh, Everybody's favorite rapper, Jay-Z um, it Used to be, until this happened <clears throat> Straight up, right? Y'all, y'all, boys start, y'all boys turned on my man <laughs> We're going to be talking about uh, Jay-Z's partnership deal with the NFL How we feel about it How do we feel Since it doesn't seem like Cap's going to be very directly involved At least he wasn't at the press conference mm, Yeah Um you know what I mean? Uh, and we're also going to be talking about uh, how the media kind of demonizes celebrities. Um, there's been a couple of there's been a couple of examples lately. This one right here. <laughs> how, you know, certain people are demonizing Jay for doing the deal. Um, how kind of like Joe Budden demonized Nicki Minaj. And how oh, Nicki made into his ass ball. Ooh. Bro, that thing was beautiful. <laughs> it was a beautiful destruction. <laughs> And uh, how how the sports writers be talking about Antonio Brown like he ain't like he just ain't shit. All right, so well, yeah, we gonna talk about that. Antonio <laughs> get on my damn nerves. He, he, ain't, <laughs> he, he ain't shit, but still, <laughs> they can't say that. <laughs> but yeah, man, as always, we are gonna let Mike rock out these church announcements. Cool, man. And uh, hopefully, he rushes through them. <laughs> I'm gonna take my time because I know that's what you want me to do. <laughs> Uh, Michelle, uh, Michelle, <laughs> Michelle said, Cacao! <laughs> Who comes in on the show like that, Michelle? What are you doing? <laughs> but thank you for joining us, Stacy, Joey, Darwin, crazy ass, uh, Tony. Darwin, we need you to come back and help with this camera stuff, man. I, oh, I, I, bro, I, it's been rough with him doing it. But I'm, I'm working it out, though. You see, everything looks beautiful, right? You see, Will got his copyright stuff on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we just gonna run it until they pull it down. Okay, that's fine. As long as you don't get sued. We it's gonna, just gonna be a big black crop out mark. Yeah, black, big blur. <laughs> That's how we can do it. I can do that in After Effects. Um, so, church announcements this week. Uh, for what date is it? Uh, August 21st. Uh, first and foremost, tomorrow, if you're in the state of, um, state of the city of Columbia, South Carolina, um, there is a trans rally going on tomorrow um, held by the Columbia Black Pride um, Association. Uh, this is basically just, basically just telling us, uh, I'm sorry, the city, people around us, um, anybody who thinks otherwise that bigotry and, you know, discrimination against, like, the LGBTQ plus community will not be, you know, uh, will not be accepted um, by any of us. We at Coast Bay Ignorance love all black folk. Um, so anybody that's, if you're black and you're happy, we want you to be black and happy and alive. So we support you doing that. So that's going down at the State House tomorrow at 6.30 p.m., and like I said, just a small rally, just to just to celebrate, like you know, black lives of all kinds, of all shapes and sizes, of all backgrounds, all the good stuff. Tomorrow night, six thirty p.m. at the state house. Everybody know what the state house is. I ain't gonna tell you the address. Um, after that, on Friday, this is actually really really dope. I don't know if you heard about this. Uh, the at um the Nickelodeon, it's the Super Soul Cinema, uh, presents Soul Brother, which is like a black exploitation film. Mm-hmm. So Preach Jacobs, y'all know y'all know Preach Jacobs. He's very popping out here. Is doing this whole black exploitation film series. At the hey, hey, Preach, when you gonna be on the show? Yeah, when you going on the show, man? Hey, Preach, I need to tag hey, him in this one part. You right here? That could be you. What, what's the timestamp? I'm gonna tag him in the, in the 4:30 time. 
Um, Preaches is like a local DJ, rapper, show host, one man show killer. Like he he does his thing, and uh, he's doing this whole black exploitation film series at the Nickelodeon. It's gonna be super dope. Um, it's gonna have DJ sets and just talks about you know black the black exploitation era. Uh, you know what influenced it, who were the biggest um, you know parts of that movement, all that good stuff. Like I said, that's going on at Nickelodeon Friday, August twenty third at nine p.m. I know it's kind of late, but y'all ain't doing nothing. Go out there. Um, how, how you know they like? Because y'all artists, y'all y'all ain't, all the artists in the room anyway. They ain't got no job, so they just. <laughs> we finally, I finally got my back facing windows. So I ain't got to see the creepos <laughs> like Will does. Um. So yeah, that's that. Saturday, August twenty fourth at seven p.m. for my Georgia peoples. It is the Speakeasy um, Poetry Event featuring Most Elevated Deepness, a good friend of mine. She is awesome. She's actually featured in my show before. Uh, she's incredible. Uh, that show is hosted by my good friend Khalil Ali at um, the, the Book Tavern, um, which is located at 936 Broad Street, uh, 101 Augusta, Georgia, 30901. Uh, that's why I want Georgia peeps. If you like poetry, you like good you know, vibes and everything, they go, they go then. They do their thing. So... Like I said, August 24th, 7 p.m., Speakeasy, featuring most elevated deepness in Augusta, Georgia. Check it out. Word. So, as you can see, we got this playing in the background. <laughs> if you didn't know, uh, Rock Nation and uh, the NFL have agreed to a partnership uh, for, what do they call it? It's for It's for hosting music events. Community events, things like that. As well as social justice. Yeah, social stuff, justice right. stuff. <laughs> Very non specific. Yeah. <laughs> um, says with this global reach, the National Football League has the platform opportunity to inspire change across the country. Carter said in press release, Rock Nation has shown that entertainment and enacting change are not mutually exclusive ideas. Instead, we unify them. This partnership is an opportunity to strengthen the fabric of communities across America. Like I said, very broad. This <laughs> is kind of overarching. Just yeah, we're gonna do good things, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> Basically, how you feel about it, man? You think it's gonna be a good thing? First off, I feel like more than anything, number one, Jay has shown that he has done a a ton of like social justice work just in the background. Him and Beyonce, yeah. Um, between like just funding getting Ferguson protesters out of jail. To funding that whole Trayvon Martin documentary series, um, to all the other stuff they've done. He also like, did Khalif Browder. Yeah, yeah, the young man that actually committed suicide, didn't he? Yep. Um, he was in Rikers all that time. It's crazy, but he's done like a ton of stuff. And though this looks like a pure business move, like or anything, we can just wait and see how it works out. Like, I think it's gonna be good things because I just just got found out that he's gonna be having ownership, major ownership in the team, right? I, I didn't know if that was a rumor, if that was true. Or no, I see it was true. What I read. Or, what, what, what's your facts at? It was on, all right, first of all, I saw it on TMZ <laughs> Sports. <laughs> but like, okay. But, like, I saw it in other places, too. It looks like it's true. I don't TMZ see. was the same website that said Bushwick Bill died, like, four times in one day. They also said, like, oh, what's the name? Um... Prodigy died by like eating eggs or some shit. Bro, yeah, like come on, man. <laughs> like you can't. Like, it was another source I saw though. It was another source. TMZ's I saw. Wikipedia for. <laughs> for knowledge. <laughs> but more than anything, it just seems like I know from Jay's history, man, and just him just like taking advantage of this opportunity to own a stake, you know, in the NFL. Um, I feel like it can be a great thing. 
could we be wrong? Maybe, but like we can always just wait and see. Like I don't see any problems with just like speculating right now, without coming to the conclusion that he's cooning, or just out for money, or he doesn't care about cap anymore, or he was just using cap. What if? What if it is just business for Jay? How would how would that make you feel? If he just took advantage of like caps, like whole movement, just for like a business opportunity, I would be a little upset. Is it is it fully taking advantage of caps? Like, what? How did you say it? What cap? What caps movement? None of this would be happening I mean, what if, if Cap it, didn't do what he did though. What if it actually inspires Shane? Like, you know what I mean? And but it is just purely business move. Like maybe Jay Z just said, "I see money in this." Mm-hmm. Is that Khalif? <laughs> it looked like, it. <laughs> it looked like um, it. Anyways, what if Jay-Z just purely was in it for the money? Like, you know what I mean? How would that make you feel? Like, even if it could inspire change down the road, what if what if you just oh, saw Jay-Z have an opportunity? The, you're saying if it still created the change that they yeah. claim that they want to make, then yeah. then I'm with it. I think, like, yeah. I have so a when, problem with people demonizing Jay for, not necessarily demonizing, but talking down on this whole move or whatever, just because they feel like it's purely a money move. I mean, as long as it achieves the so-called, you know, goal, right? I don't see the problem. I don't think, I don't think you lose all credibility for making a business move. I don't think him doing this necessarily shits on Cap in any kind of way. No, I agree. I guess playing their side, it's like if it is pure money, even if it does affect something, if it's just for pure money, like he's not going to uphold. Um, you know, the change that it does create. I guess, like, if, it's, if the change were temporary, mm-hmm. he would not take it upon himself to, like, oh, no, we, we fucking up. We need to fix it. You know what I'm saying? He would just keep it moving because he done got his part. So he would just go on to the next venture. I guess that would, that's what people would be upset about is that the change wouldn't be sustained if Jay was only in it for the money. Uh, I think that's what people would assume. Yeah, that's what people would assume, but, like, how is that fair? Like, it, this is no different than... Like, let's say if the NFL hired, like, uh, a white marketing company to do the same thing. Right. Would we be, like, would we be all over them like this, too? I don't feel like we would because I guess that's maybe something we expect or whatever. Uh, I think if if the whole cap situation that happened and then the NFL hired a white, white company to fix it, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, if they hired a white company to do this exact same thing and there was no face of it, would we be like, Oh man, it's not it's not real. I think so. I think they would just think that the NFL. You think is niggas, I don't think niggas think I that think NFL, <laughs> I think I think niggas be hating on success and the way people move, especially Jay Z, because they all for whatever reason Jay Z's always been this, <laughs> always been this figure that can be like attacked, whether he's in the Illuminati he's, or he's whatever. The first hip hop billionaire, like the more attention you get, the more people just find something to just be angry about. But go ahead with your point. I was uh, I was listening to Van Lathan. He was saying that you know other races don't really have this problem. To where we, I like I don't, I don't agree. You don't think so? White people criticize white people all the time. White people like it might not seem as serious because we just don't care about what they got going on and mm-hmm. we're not involved directly. I think it was Van Lathan. Don't don't misquote me, but it was somebody that said it. Pretty sure it was Van. Literally, white people literally go in on other white celebrities all the time. But for doing good, I feel like black people always try and find 
the the hidden agenda of another black person. I guess what I'm saying is, yeah, I see what you're saying. It's like a there's this whole crabs in the barrel mentality when it comes to us, mm-hmm. but for them it just looks differently. Like, for example, like if a white celebrity does something super good for like straight people, I guess it was something that appears that it would only affect straight people mostly. There's always going to be that like LGBTQ crowd that's just like, what about us? They didn't say that person's never done anything specifically for us, so they're not for us, and so they will just. So, De- so DiCaprio does Leonardo DiCaprio does all this environmental work. Like, he's known for his environmental work. Right. You think his white people out there? Like, oh, this motherfucker up to some shit. It depends on the celebrity, <laughs> but, like, I think... <laughs> this, I think this it's always going to sound. <laughs> it's always going to be a group that just finds a way to undermine something good that you're doing. Do you feel like that group, percentage-wise, is larger for black people than white people? I think it's... I don't know what the percent is, but I think it's more severe for us because we don't own as much. And so anytime we're doing something big, it affects us more that more of us are quick to criticize that person is doing something big. And you can even see that in like our smaller circles. Like when you just have like your local artist is trying to blow up and you're doing what they got to do to blow up. And their friends feel like they ain't taking them with them. So they're being fake. And so they tell, they do their best to tear them down or discourage them or just not support them. And, you know, as an artist, you need every bit of support from yourself and others around you as much as you can get. Yeah. So it's just more severe because that's one less, you know, black artist that's going to make it. So I think it, it affects us more, but I don't, I don't know how, if it's a bigger percentage of. I was trying to find uh, Jay's post. Jay, the guest we had on uh, last episode. Oh, yeah. I think Jay was in here. I hope he's in here. Yeah. He had, uh, oh, yeah. He said, uh, let me slide this over here. He said, don't know who you support believe in this, but it's quickly become a media nightmare for Jay. I'm just watching and listening. Also remember two things. Cap took a check too, and we never know exactly how much he kneeled after all that kneeling. He said one thing for sure, two things for certain. A lot of us have forgotten that Jay's a heart at heart an entrepreneur and an entertainer. To mention the social justice champion might be premature. I also say let's give the move some time before banning the man. He will be in total creative control of currently the most valuable block of television in the world. Right. I I definitely agree with the we need to give it some time because I don't know what our obsession is with <laughs> reacting immediately. <laughs> like we gotta have I saw a whole somebody had a whole ten page tweet of like how detrimental this is to the movement that Cap started. Are you serious? Like it was some famous woman, I can't remember her name. This whole like synopsis all after and this is like maybe like an hour after news broke. She came up with this whole shit. And it's like, how did you even we don't even have all the information yet. How do you have all this information to come with this conclusion yet? Imagine the LGBTQ community if Michael Sam was released for rocking a pride flag during the anthem. Then Ellen tells other gay rights celebs not to do a halftime show because the NFL ignored Michael Sam and injustice in their community. Then Ellen accepts a deal to do shows with the NFL without inviting Michael Sam to the table. I guess. I guess. That's a- I guess. <laughs> It's a stretch for sure. Only thing I don't like about that is a lot of people act like the LGBTQ community doesn't include black people. 
So they, they when they reference like white people, they go to the first thing they go to is like the whole gay thing. Yeah. And it's like we're in that community too. So what? I don't know. The, I just don't know the point a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know the point. What were you about to say? Um. So what do you? So what do you think? It says about this that Cap isn't there at the um, at the press conference anyway. You tell me what you think, but like, first of all, we don't know if Cap is even allowed to do anything involved with the NFL, like, period. Correct? Because since, since since that settlement, well, yeah, there was a settlement. I don't think it disqualified him from working. Mm-hmm. I don't know for a fact, but. You know, that's the thing we don't know, right? It could be. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he signed a, a, a non-disclosure agreement, right? So you know? we don't even know if he's allowed to be even a part of anything like this in the first place. I would say the main thing that does seem sketch is well, that. Okay, so, on a side note, if if he wasn't allowed to be doing anything with the NFL, mm-hmm. why would he still be like on Instagram, be talking people, be telling people, I'm ready to, I'm I'm ready to work whenever an NFL team is signing me? Like, wouldn't that just be? <clears throat> Wouldn't it just be like adding like fuel to the NFL's like hate fire? Well, I don't know if it's like he can't be involved with anything like this, but he can still play if, if somebody want to pick him up as a team. He can still play football and just play football, and that if that's part of the settlement. If kind of fucked up, to be like, yo, just shut up and play football. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, play football. You will stand. You will stand. <laughs> you got to the point across. Yeah. <laughs> That could be it. That's what I'm saying. We just don't know the full details. I was going to say, the one thing that just feels sketch is that Jay said he had a convo with Cap mm-hmm. and that um, he's just not going to be involved with it. But Nessa was just like, nah, the niggas didn't talk at all. And then Jamila um, Hill was like, they did talk and it didn't go well. So I was like, who? Somebody lying. I'm probably going to believe Jamila Hill. <laughs> she, get, she, get, she got the muddiest story out of all of them. Yeah. It seems that's probably the way it went. <laughs> what do you think, man? I don't know, man. I like to believe Jay actually talked to... I, I like to believe. Let me, let me say it just like that. Right. I like to believe Jay really talked to Cap. Right. But even still, I don't think it... I don't think it undermines Cap's movement, even if he's not involved. That's the main question, is that does it really undermine it, like... First of all, us having a conversation in the first place, wasn't that the whole point of the movement in the first place? That's the whole point, but <laughs> like, I guess the niggas just wanted to keep kneeling. <laughs> but so do you think Jay has a point in that the mission was accomplished by Cap, now we're taking action steps, or other action steps, because people try to mis- misappropriate his words when he was trying to, they try to make it like Jay was saying that Cap didn't do any action steps. Jay was just like, he did one action, we doing a different action. I think there is progression in the actions that you do. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, like the civil rights movement. There had to legislature had to be passed at some point. You know what I mean? That's true. For, for that for the for the marches to mean anything. Got you. So yeah. when do you determine the end of one action? Like, because I feel like you could almost say like Cap's action is complete. Like we having a conversation. It's it's still being had three years later. I don't know when you would say Cap's action is complete because. There's still police brutality. But I, I thought his the process was to bring attention to it and start the dialogue. Yeah, but if the dialogue is only going on in our community and not within the police departments themselves, then what difference does it make? Well, I think it is happening. 
It there's been real reform across. I don't know about reform. I'm talking about the dialogue that's been happening. Like, I don't, I don't know if I believe that there is that police are acting any differently in the line of duty towards black and brown people since Cap started his movement. I don't know if I believe that. I, I feel like the only thing I will say is I police are in fear mm. of uh, being caught on video or, you know, whatever. But I still think the blue wall very much exists. But is that fear, like, progress in your eyes? Like, is that... No, not to me. If they feel like they know that they can't just get away with just doing anything they want anymore, how is that not progress? Because it's still cops to shut off their body cams. For whatever reason, it's still okay to well, <laughs> it's still okay to like shoot somebody and oh my body cam wasn't on for some strange reason. You know what I mean? Like So but do you think with the transparency of like social media and everything makes more stuff like that more like, you know, suspicious to the public eye and leads to more investigation? Let me be honest, on the side on, on one half I like social media, like things being more visible. But some people just be out here sounding stupid. Yeah, people will like people about you know what I mean? So yeah. like but I think it's better, but mm-hmm. I don't think the work is done. I don't think the work is in a place where it needs to be. I think cops are still like in essence, like the the part the the hard thing about you know Cap's movement is like you got people who aren't of a certain race policing people who are of a certain race, certain uh, economic situation. Mm-hmm. You know they can't relate to the people who they're policing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was the main. That was the main thing we were talking about at the center was getting back to a community. Like it used to be, cops would literally stay in the community, yeah. like, live in the community, and live amongst the people and get to know the people. And we actually talked about this when we had a meeting with Richland County. It was like when you go from being like a white cop to like you know, say you was on you was assigned to some white suburban area, or whatever that, and you suddenly get thrown into some urban to you <coughs> hood looking place where you already nervous you don't associate with black people you yeah. already nervous you already on edge and you're just thrown into that that's a whole disconnect right there oh yeah I definitely agree you know and, you, and you just can't relate to the people around you like you know uh, you, you if you don't if you don't understand the people or know the people that you're policing you're gonna have issues policing them right because you're gonna be more fearful right uh, or whatever, you know what I mean. Y'all so, don't speak the same language or nothing. Yeah. So as as far as that man, like, I think that gap still exists. Therefore, I don't think much progress has been made in Cap's movement. Mm-hmm. Um. So if I had to say, then I guess Cap should keep kneeling or or whatever. I don't think his I don't think his action is is quite done. But I still think that there needs to be progress made. Towards the next action, like I don't, I can't agree with Jay when he said Cap's, you know, thing is done. Mm-hmm. Um, that conversation still needs to be had, but to say that we don't need to move on to the next thing, at the same time, you know, I mean, I mean, one, one, one doesn't have to run its course before the other begins. Right, right. You know, um, I wanted to read um Darwin. Darwin had a point here. He said, Jay, I say, do it no matter even if it's just business. I also hope he buys two teams, one called the Chicago Black Knicks. 
<laughs> the other called the New York Coonies. I didn't read this before I started reading it just now. You could have stopped at he should do it at business or something like that. The third one called the Houston Roofers. Now he might lose money on those teams. But Trump is president, so why not? Thanks, darling, for your always insightful input. <laughs> always insightful. I feel what you're saying. I think um <coughs> the only thing what caps movement. I'm glad he did it, but it was like, did he truly expect, what did he expect the NFL to do in regards to his protest? Did he just expect them to just allow him to keep protesting I on guess. field and, um, you know, and then just not be punished for it? Is that the whole? <coughs> mean boy, Donald Trump muddied the whole, the whole kneeling thing up. <laughs> You're right. That nigga's good. Bro. Bro, it's, <laughs> that nigga's good. It's insane, like, how. I mean, because he just diminished that whole thing, like. Like he like he made it seem like you know he just he, he just, made it about the anthem and everything yeah and so you take that and you take the whole I don't know if y'all are familiar with how like echo chambers like kind of work when you just surround yourself with only people that agree with you yeah people be afraid to have their own opinion sometimes it's not the internet it's two things it's either like you're afraid to have your own opinion or you got your own opinion you just jump out the window then you get mobbed but no no you jump out the window for some shit you don't know about that uh-huh. you don't actually understand uh huh. And you just say whatever because there's no repercussions of being wrong on the internet. Oh, okay, yeah. You just say whatever you want and then get a bunch of likes and shit because it sounds right. (laughs) And like, yeah. This this shit is. But I didn't actually. You say you do agree with what Jay's doing. You don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with it. Even if it's for just money, (laughs) as long as progress is being made. And um, I'm not really here for it to clean up the NFL's image. If that's the case, I know it's definitely. I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, I know that's part of it. I know that's part of it, definitely. But um, if it does inspire change in communities and things like that, then I'm all for it. So, so what's the allotted timetable to be like? Okay, see another thing. Roger Goodell was a very smart man about this because uh-huh. we don't have a lockout in two years. Yeah, so it's gonna be. I think at the end, at the beginning of next season, there's likely a lockout or something like that. Really. So, I don't know, and they're not, and uh, Rock Nation is not a part of the NFL's planning stuff this year, I don't believe. Okay. I think it starts next year. Mm-hmm. So, there's like a limited window <laughs> for um, Jeezy Neck. I don't care about it. Oh, go ahead and pray that little brother album, baby. That's just lit. Oh, is it really? It's amazing, yes. So, um, let me just hold this shit up. Um, what was I saying? Um... I don't remember what I was saying. <laughs> you were talking about the lockout and so on. Oh yeah, it's it's um there's gonna be a lockout soon. So hmm. I don't know how much it's like the movement. If if there is a movement and there is like a a, a kind of thing they do, it's gonna be broken up, I believe, due to the lockout. Hmm. So I thought that was kind of coincidental. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he got advisors. It's like, <laughs> hey, Rob, come here, man. Let me let me talk to you. Yeah. I will say one thing I don't like, and I think it was part of the demon, um, you know, demon, demon ugh, the people getting in on Jay, Jay right now is coming from um, people making it out like, you know, when he refused to perform at the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. people were like, oh, he protested at the Super Bowl for the social justice thing, but now he's trying to partner with the NFL. Did he ever say why he protested? The only reason I he mean, didn't why perform. He, he had the only reason why. And the reason he told Travis Scott not to perform. It's because he felt like they were being like kind of sidebarred along with Maroon Five. Jay's supposed to be a, a side act. 
Yeah, that's what he felt like. Oh, fuck, no. <laughs> that's what he felt like. And he told Travis Scott, like, nigga, your album is the biggest shit for that year. Yeah. Your album is the most popular shit. Why are you on stage with a giant M? That shit makes no sense. That's the only That's the only reason he didn't perform. And the reason he told Rihanna not to perform. Oh, for real? Yeah. Did Rihanna refuse to? Yeah, because, well, I'm not I don't know if she was. Jay. Yeah, she did refuse, though. Oh, shit. And, and people got, were just making it out pulled. like. <laughs> <laughs> then they got pulled. Wait, <laughs> But that's the only reason he didn't perform. It wasn't no nothing to do with social justice, nothing like that. It's just because he felt like he wasn't being like he. If I'm Jay Z, like I'm gonna be the center of attention. Yeah. And you are gonna pay me like the center of attention. So people making it I out like. Side at the room, five. <laughs> imagine, imagine. I wish, I wish. I wish Adam Levine would get in my damn way. <laughs> right. Y'all comment. Um. Let me just. Y'all comment whatever y'all think, man. Um, Darwin over here comment more stuff. I'm scared to read it. Um, but y'all tell us what y'all think. If y'all agree with it, disagree yeah. with it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, like you said, it's, it's, there's absolute power in just literally just spectating and seeing what's going to happen. Like, we can ask questions. Yeah. We can see. I did that shit with um, when Steve Harvey aligned himself with Donald Trump. I remember this shit. When he, he, he was at this whole thing with Trump. <laughs> And he was like, they're going to create change and all this stuff like that. I was like, all right, we're going to see, nigga. <coughs> Absolutely nothing happened out of that. So is Steve Harvey not a bad guy? I think people just forgot, bro. Like, it's just, it's just, that's my thing. Like, <laughs> that's my thing. Like, when Steve Harvey, uh, what was it, Ray Lewis, Jim Brown, not Kanye? I can't. Kanye. Well, nigga's been getting on Ray Lewis, too, though. We're we not going to include Kanye. Okay, whatever, Ray Lewis, whatever. Mm. First off, there's no crime for these niggas to be Republican. Let's, let's, let's that shit does this shit does not mean your black card is gone. Uh, obviously, it does. Second, second, these niggas could have had well intentions right. of doing something good, and Donald Trump either pooped on it in the meeting, right. or never followed up with it after the meeting, right. or it could still be in the works. But it's that thing where you can look from the outside in, and it's like people do this all the time in real and day to day situations. Like, why would you ever trust them? You have no reason to trust him. He did this. He did that. It's not that I trust him necessarily. It's that I'm trying to make change. This, this nigga's the most powerful person in America. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and we're not vouching for aligning yourself with Donald Trump by any means, but it's like, if you get the chance to align yourself with the most... Or, you want to get some shit done. <laughs> that's the nigga to talk to. Trump's been that nigga for, for quite a while to get shit done. Yeah, like... Like... What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> it's just... Like I said, there's no consequence, bro. You can literally just jump on the internet and just be like, you fucking up. <laughs> like, I ain't going to tell you how you fucking up. I don't know none of the extra details about how, what you're what you exactly planning. But I know you met up with Trump, though. Right. It's it's wild, man. And that's not something that's going to end. I think. So now so now Jay-Z ain't shit because he met up with Roger Goodell. What's I can tell people? It depends on who you, who you ask. And if you're talking to logical people, you can have a logical conversation. If you're talking to React first, I say we throw the whole discography out right now. Throw the, throw the whole Jay Z discography Bruh. out. Blueprint, American Gangster, <laughs> four four four. Now, see, you Reasonable doubt. You fucked up with, with American Gangster. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost no, nah, none, none of the other stuff. Let's let's just throw out um uh, in my lifetime. Let's just throw that out. <laughs> Which one? The um the volume um the volume two ain't that volume one? No volume, volume one. No volume volume two is his second album, right? Uh no. I thought he just called it like volume two. No, no, no. I think I'm right. probably wrong. But do we sidebar in the real bad? <laughs> we are. <laughs> um, 
But uh, yeah, man. So you think? I, what'd you say about Cap? Did you say you think he need to be involved or? I would love him to be involved, but like I don't require it. Like, for all we know, like I said, Cap could maybe not want to be involved with that. Maybe he doesn't think it's a good move. Oh yeah, my yeah. life volume one. Yeah, hard knock life was volume two. That's yeah, I'm it. sorry. See, pretty Shut your bitch ass up. You thought him, thought that shit out. That's my shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> that guilty pleasure album. <laughs> that shit terrible. That's <laughs> that guilty pleasure for life. Um. You can, we can throw out um, Blueprint Ooh. 3. Let's, let's throw out. Let's, yeah, get that, that shit the fuck out throw, of here. We can throw away Blueprint 3. That's how I make y'all happy. Oh, we can throw away Kingdom Come 2. Yeah, we can do that. We can toss. Absolutely. We can frisbee that shit. We can toss that shit. We don't even look at it. Magna Carta Holy Grail, we can get rid of that bitch too. We can get some gems out of that first before we. We, get, <laughs> we, can, we can pluck. We can pluck out of that. No, we got to keep that we one. Gonna throw we we got to keep that one. We got to keep that one, baby. Uh, I know. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, tell tell me it was the second one. Tell me it was the second one. All right, y'all, we gonna throw away both. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, Creed, please tell us what you said in your tweet and everything. Um, but yeah, for all we know, man, Cap might not be trusting of the NFL. Might not want to be involved with it. Unplugged. Unplugged was pretty good. That's my shit. Yeah. <laughs> we trying to help y'all cancel some of Jay Z. We ain't gonna cancel all of Jay Z. Yeah, just a couple albums. Um, for all we know, he might not have thought it was a good move. Um, it's just they, that's what I'm, Jamel Hill is my girl, bro. I just I just didn't like like the that article she did, man. Like, what did she say? She's basically saying like she he basically put Cap under the um, you know threw him under the bus to get what he wanted. Out of this whole situation, but the NFL wasn't gonna give it to Cal. <laughs> <laughs> they wasn't giving that nigga shit. It's like, how are we gonna do this, man? Like, because I'm like a lot of people, man. It's, we got to do a lot more than just not. Which niggas swear they boycott the NFL? Only niggas boycott the NFL for the most part are people who never really watched football to begin with. Yeah. So niggas talking about boycotting, but what you can do a lot more than that is actual work in the community or getting in the door like this. So. Your third eye isn't open enough to see the Jay-Z and shit. Okay. It's crusty. You're just not woke enough. It's got pink eye right now. <laughs> so, which I know you want to discuss, like, how, how people demon, uh, demonize. <coughs> yeah, man. People like Jay-Z. And... So, um, I, this came up because of the Nikki shit, first off. <laughs> Explain, yeah. go through it real quick for those people who missed it. <laughs> the Nikki shit? Yeah. Bro, this nigga Joe got clapped, bro. <laughs> So, <laughs> so uh, for whatever reason, Joe Button went on Queen. Joe Joe Button and Rory and Maul went on Queen Radio. Uh, those are the three uh, hosts of uh, Joe, Joe Button Podcast. Yeah, and uh, for whatever reason, Nikki told him about his damn self. <laughs> and, and I think everybody know how Joe Button is. He's super judgmental. Super. Don't give a fuck how you feel about it. it. Yeah, like. <laughs> like and she gave this nigga all the business. <laughs> and they got kicked off the show. Well, first he got his mic muted while, yeah. he, while he was on the show. And she just got in on him. Oh, oh I don't know if people can hear it, but. That shit 48. I ain't, no. No, it's a. Uh, some reaction video. It's a, uh, if you scroll down, it's like a part where she went in on Rory. Because um, I do have my qualms about how Nikki handled it. 
Yeah, oh yeah. She didn't handle it in the yeah. best way. And and she also she also threw some unnecessary shots at I'm not gonna say unnecessary shots, but she like was reaching at some points. Mm. Um where 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 am I looking at? Keep going now. It's like actually if you type in um Nicki Minaj's broomstick, this is part where she was just, <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> she's talking about this is the part where I feel like she wasn't really listening. Like, so to give you all synopsis, um, like Will said, they went on um, Queen Radio. Um, she wanted to call out Joe Button for like, because Joe's been like talking shit about her yeah. and everything, being on drugs or being crazy or whatever. Believing like the, believe the stuff that uh, it's printed about her. Or right. About her. So she confronted him on it all the way, and then she went on their podcast. I guess to try it again. And um, I mean, it was it went better. I guess you could say. <laughs> I didn't watch the whole two hours. It was much smoother. It was much smoother yeah. on their podcast. Uh, I think the first thirty minutes was them talking shit. Yeah. And then like after that, it mellowed the hell out and turned to a real artist interview. Right. Um, can we play this? Yeah, but in this part, oh, come on now, Harrison Graves. <laughs> Turn it you, up. The, you block origin. We love American food. Okay. <laughs> Get your ad blocker to go. There's an ad blocker for YouTube? Yeah. Chrome. And people like DJ Envy, who was sending text messages today, but who was one of the people who I feel was my friend, who was up there DJ trying Envy to. has never said a bad word about a soul in his life. I just want to tell you. <laughs> He's not serious, about. are you? Well, I've never heard it. And you know. I thought he was friend. one of my friends. And he's from Queens. He was, I, I always thought he was one of my friends, and then all of a sudden. It was just uh, a lot of things, and I couldn't. This motherfucker is flamboyant. Like, she's just animated. I'm not getting into that. Okay. Because, it, but what I, my point they is. They have a different version of this story, by the way. Listen. And I'm not getting into Rory shit is a little bit further down. Well, when mm. you're insecure, yeah. you tell lies. You tell lies because you don't want others to shine based on your talent sometimes. So, I think it's right to Back to you talking about people. Oh, so this is where he fucked up. Stay your ass quiet. We can put out there. Back to the Nikki A train. No, I don't think you started that, but I think addressing it adds to it. And, and then when and I don't and address and it, and then when I don't address it, guess what? People don't believe in lies about me. I'm not saying it's fair. You sound crazy. Wait, you see how that works? You can't. I know what everybody is saying. Something. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It's not you. If I go outside, what's your name? Rory. If I go outside <laughs> the every single day and say, hey, just now I just saw Rory sticking a broom up of uh, 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 up someone's he, ass. He does Wait, that. Hold on. Yeah. He hold does on. that. Hold on. That hold on. Listen to me. Listen to me. If every day I go outside and say, I just saw Rory in the in the in the cafeteria sticking a broom up of someone's ass. And then and then I go on Queen Radio. Wait, hold on. Wait, and then I go on Queen Radio with his millions of listeners, and I said, yo, you know that dude Rory, right? Why I just see him stick a broom up a nigga ass in the cafeteria? Okay. So on one hand, on one hand, though, she has a point, though. Like, the more people say something, especially people who have a platform, right, right, like these niggas, like, it starts to proliferate. Yeah, yeah. And it starts to gain traction. Absolutely. And people start believing this shit without doing real fact checks or whatever. I agree a thousand percent. I felt like what I thought Roy was trying to say was as far as like the regular like commenters, like regular people on the internet mm-hmm. talking shit about you. When you respond to them constantly, like you kind of feed into it, 
It's kind of like what we say about Amanda Seals, how like niggas be DMing her like bullshit. Oh yeah, and she and that's the shit she'll repost. Yeah, that's the. But the team that's and none of my DMs I've hit you thus far, Amanda. Well, calling you queen, calling you still, queen, calling you goddess and everything. Saying doing a great job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You so funny, but she's but she's unfortunately she saw the episode where we reviewed her show and she was like, Oh, oh. that's what that's what it is. <laughs> She saw the episode review the comments. It explains everything. <laughs> She's oh fuck these niggas. <laughs> I don't regret anything. They get no shine. I don't regret anything. I believe every word we said on that review. <laughs> I think that's what he was talking about. That's what I assume. Yeah, because it wouldn't make sense otherwise. Like otherwise, she's absolutely right. But that's the thing. I don't think she was listening, man. I don't think she was like trying to hear nobody <laughs> but herself at all. She was like, "I'm gonna get my shit off." <laughs> This motherfucker looks wild, right? <laughs> this motherfucker's matching from head to toe, cuz. With the hair, like. This, this shit too much. But when, what do you think overall about her, like how she feels about being bullied? Do you think that Nikki's been bullied? Because she said, like, at one point, she's been bullied since she's been in the game for, like, over a decade now. The thing about her saying that is that her bullies is the internet mm-hmm. or. It's, it's not really fair to say that certain people like Joe or Charlemagne or whatever are bullying her. Especially Charlemagne, because <laughs> Char- I don't think Charlemagne really talks shit about her. Except for, like, her music if he doesn't like it. Which he does to everybody. Who, which he does to everybody, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But, like, I, I would say, like, bullying is, like, spreading rumors or some shit. Right. I don't think many people spread rumors about Nikki. It's just they get their information from sources... Mm-hmm. That are at odds with Nikki. Like well, what about be, people like Joe, who she said is spreading rumors about her? But but even Joe said he gets he he'll get information from somewhere else. You know what I mean? Well, see that's so in that case you deserve to be screaming on. If you're irresponsible with your resource your resources, <laughs> and you just saying shit like, "Oh, Nikki's on drugs." Okay, we're gonna say it on the podcast. Yeah. Even though I'm Joe Blood and Button, and I got one of the most popular podcasts out here. Yeah. Like, yeah, you deserve to get screamed on. <laughs> like, <coughs> but, um, yeah, man, people, not necessarily just this interview, but, you know, Joe, Joe kind of does demonize certain people. Mm-hmm. Like, like when he was, uh, back with the Yachty shit where he was basically calling Yachty stupid. Oh yeah. That's, that's low key calling Yachty stupid. That was that old nigga. Like I'm too, I'm, I don't realize this music ain't for me. This shit is way past my time. Mm-hmm. I just need to stay in my lane, which is what I thought that was. And, you know, stuff he does, and like what Nikki said, do media people who talk about people in a commentary type of way realize that these are people? Like, do they treat them as people? And should they? Should they take that? Does being a celebrity, like, do you have to relinquish the possibly, you know, like that, that sense of, like, taking shit personally? You know what I mean? I think like do you give up that right to get offended oh no no Is that, oh, that's what you're saying I thought you were saying well no like how they how they not necessarily that I, I'm sorry I got off point a little bit but how they can how they can create these uh, bad personas about celebrities based off just their words mm-hmm. and things they've observed like yeah like how they demonize people like Antonio Brown's selfish or he's not a team player or uh, who else was it? Um, I had some other examples. Um, 
you know, about how Jay Z's don't care about the community or this, that, and the third. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do you think media has the right to do that? Just because they are paid to commentate on certain things. I don't. The media has the right to speculate. They should be held to the standard of being responsible with their speculation. Yeah, okay. But I think as a celebrity, you got to expect them not to. But at the same time, I don't think it's wrong that you get offended and that you defend yourself as a result. So I don't think you relinquish the right to be respected. And I count all that as respect. I think I count like people just spreading rumors about you as disrespectful. People just hearing somebody else say some shit and just running with it and printing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Amanda Seals had the perfect example of that when they twisted her words all over that whole doc, that do the doctor situation. The tried doctor? to say that, but she, they tried to say that she claimed that he um, assaulted her. When she was just trying to say that he allegedly assaulted other woman that she knew, and they tried to mix her words like she said it was her, but then they put put up this video that allegedly contradicted her. <laughs> like, and they just and they just ran with it. She actually confronted the dude that printed that shit. So, I think she had every right to do that because that was a whole lie and she was literally getting death threats over that lie. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think, should you just relinquish all that as a celebrity? No. Like, you still have a right to privacy. I'm going to believe that celebrities still have a right to privacy because people say that all the time. Once you're a celebrity, you give away your privacy now. No. Okay. You can't, yeah. People say that shit all the time. Or like when you're out in public eating and people can just come up to you and take pictures. Do they have a, do celebrities have like a right to... Not just defend themselves, but like aggressively defend themselves. Like, yeah, if you need to, I think so. Cause that's the Cause whole see, thing. Cause see, that's the shit that turns into like a downward spiral. Right. Like it's like, oh, somebody's this, that, and that kind of way, and then the person like claps back hard. Right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like a KD be doing to like these sports dudes, <laughs> where KD be clapping back. He be, I, I think it was like something about Chris Broussard or something like that. Yeah. He's like, bro, I ain't never talked to Chris Broussard outside of outside of uh, basketball. He doesn't have my number. Is that the third, bro? It yeah. was I, I can't remember. But it was some shit he went in on, bro. <laughs> and uh, you know what I mean? Like, is, is 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 do they have that right as well? Or because I feel like that shit just turns into downward spiral where they can like just demonize you even more. Man, I think you got to get um, what do you call that person that helps you deal with the public? Yeah, PR person. Yeah, to help you train you to prepare. I think you have every right to defend yourself, however, but by by any means necessary. But you got to have that PR person to teach you that balance, because, like you said, as soon as somebody see like William William Patterson of Cultivate Ignorance swings on a nigga at Olive Garden, like that headline, you know what I'm saying? Swings on a woman at the headline, you know what I'm saying? Uh, some shit like that. You hit a woman because she came up to you. They don't read this part, but she came up to you. Touching on you and shit, and just let me get your picture. And you said no. Oh, so, oh, so it was a Kevin Gates situation. It was a Kevin. It's <laughs> not funny. So you basically you say Kevin Gates was in the right. Is what I'm saying. not saying Kevin Gates. Was I don't in the know. Right at all. I don't know. Saying. That's what you're alluding to. That's not balance where you don't kick people in the face. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's kind of what it sounds like. Don't, don't twist me into your position, bro. You got that position on this podcast. That ain't me. <laughs> I'm saying you got to defend yourself to any means necessary. But you got to learn that balance because people are going to be stupid and talk to you, talk about you crazy and just spread rumors and lies about you. If you're not prepared for that, then I would say if you're not prepared for that, then you don't need to be a uh, you know, celebrity. But I don't do people necessarily sign up for celebrity. I think a lot of people do. Some people, a lot of people these days don't, <coughs> but a lot of people do. 
People pursue being a music artist. Yeah, but maybe that's just because you like music. Like, is is being good at music <coughs> and being a celebrity like not synonymous? They, yeah, like no, it's not. I'm just saying, there's people who they start rapping, they they picture themselves being the next Kendrick Lamar. I understand that. You know what I'm saying? But that's I'm what just, I'm talking about. It's some people who just blow up, who just catch fire out of nowhere. I would say that's like a Vince Staples. I don't think that nigga cares nothing about being famous. I don't think he does either. <laughs> I think he enjoys the perks of it, but yeah. he ain't never. Yeah, I think he's absolutely right. That nigga be gone tomorrow. He'd be like, all right, all right. <laughs> he'd be like yeah. about to quit rap for a minute, wasn't it? Because niggas are trying to tell him what to perform. Yeah. And it shows. He's like, I'll, I'll shut this whole shit down. Um, so I think there's people like that, but people that do pursue it do have to prepare themselves and have to live with their decision. And that doesn't equal like. Be ready to have your rights, or be willing to have your rights violated. You should be ready because that's just going to happen. Yeah, but be willing to let it happen. It's like, what about for like, as far as like, with depression being such a big thing, mm-hmm. and Nikki talking about like being bullied or whatever, and they kind of disregarding it. Yeah. Um. We. We. What do you mean? What do I, do I agree? How, with how do you feel saying? about that? Like, do you think she? Like, do you think she has a point? I haven't personally. I'm trying to read Creed's comment because she actually she made a comment about is it like Darwin's because if it's no, like that one absolutely not <laughs> it's much more sophisticated than that. <laughs> um, I personally I'm not a Nicki fan. Mm-hmm. I like some of her songs sometimes, but I've not checked for her music She's in a real long joints. time. Yeah, absolutely. But like lately, I just don't check for her music at all. <clears throat> so lately, I haven't seen her being you know scrutinized any more <clears throat> than the next celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going to disregard, you know, what she's saying. I do. I will say, like, I I know that people are comparing her with Lil Wayne. I'm sure a lot of people were like, you just got in the industry because you probably got her sucking dick or whatever, sucking Lil Wayne's dick, mm-hmm. probably fucking Drake or whatever. I'm pretty sure people are saying shit like that. I haven't personally seen her be that much bullied different from anybody else. But have you? You think? Well, that's all about perspective, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, it's, from her perspective, she is being bullied. But as, but at the same time, it's like, how does that person define bullying? Because there's some not saying Nikki is this person, but there's some. If you're some, being lied on, I I would. You're being lied on, and people keep claiming that you. <coughs> people are telling untruths about you, mm-hmm. and it's constant, and you can't escape it. I feel like it's bullying. Is that not? No, that's, I mean, that's true, but so that would be applied to every celebrity ever, right? It could be, yeah. But it's all about how the person, the individual person perceives it. Right. You know what I mean? Just because I push you one time, somebody can say that's bullying. But it really matters how you feel about it, right? I agree with well, that. I, well, I could push you every time I see you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, God man over here could say it's bullying, but it's all about, you know. So what do you do when it comes to like entitled people who've had what they wanted their entire lives, and then one time they don't get what they want, they call themselves being bullied? I don't think like one time is a thing, right? I don't think one time is. A well, bully. I mean, not, you know, figuratively speaking, like the couple times they don't get what they want, it's not that the people are like discriminate against them. They just don't give you what you want. That person thinks they're being bullied. What do you do in situations like that? I would feel like okay. So. How are we defining a bully? Because I feel like a bullying is That's, a action, a specific action, right? Targeting you that is intended are. to make you feel bad, or not necessarily intended to make you feel bad. I guess that maybe that is the disconnect. 
that isn't necessarily intended to make you feel bad or it's people speaking facts or what they believe is true. And then the people doing like the necessary research to determine if that's actually true. Well, okay, Mike, it's, it's, Mike, it's 2019. We know people not doing research. Well, that's what, so we, that's what I was saying. We know people not doing research <laughs> out here. Oh, let me read Chris's comment real quick <laughs> before I forget. So, Chris said, Nikki annoys me, but she has been one of the most hated women since she became big, uh, even before she started showing her pretty side. Women handle shit differently when they've been the target for so long. Um, I do agree with the statement <coughs> of, because I was actually talking to Star about this. I can't imagine what she has gone through as a celebrity, becoming as big as she's become. The intense scrutiny, I'm sure she's, you know, endured all this time from every direction. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that would be enough to make you wow out on somebody. So... In a sense, I understand how she reacted to Roy, even though I don't think she was in the right. <laughs> that shit was so funny. <laughs> it was hilarious. And she even had to laugh at the end of it. But, like, I don't agree with how she handled it, but at the same time, I can understand. If you've been in, you know, just been, niggas just been digging at you that long, especially when it comes to people that you trusted and you thought was your friends, like she says, what happened with Joe and DJ Envy mm-hmm. and Charlamagne, even though they disagree, um, I can understand where you would spaz out and shit. So... Darwin said, true, but maybe it's more the reason to handle things differently, perhaps in a way that involves people, or evolves people, I'm sorry. Um, I don't know, man. That's, like you said, that's, it really boils down perspective a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, you can't tell anybody how to feel. Yeah, because somebody said she has a shitty album, and she thinks her album is fire, she can count that as bullying. So that's, that's, a, that's a perfect example. But like, I don't think I don't think that's what she necessarily meant. I think she, she might have been reaching and meant that, but I think she more so meant like people talking about her, uh, about how she moves or how she does certain things or the barbs and shit like that. You know what I mean? So, and then you get to the barbs, like, so she still has like a very intensely loyal fan base. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> super loyal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, Chris said, where is the hate for 50 Cent? We uh, we like to laugh at him, but um, Nikki's because like, fifty no. is the goat, bro. Kareem, let me tell you firsthand. This that okay, 50. 50 is a bully. <laughs> that nigga's the bulliest of bullies. Like I don't know what he. But has it comes time. out in beautiful. It comes out in a beautiful fashion. I can't even fuck with it. Like be honest with you, like, really? <laughs> bro, you have so much time to just be ugly. Like this nigga be putting way too much. I effort. think I, I I think he hires somebody for part of it. Like <laughs> that's, I think the fifty, bro. He always been like that. <laughs> I think he's always been like that. He's this nigga is the greatest at it, bro. This nigga built his own career off of bullying Ja Rule. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, no, it, it, on Infinity's defense, Ja Rule kind of brought it upon himself. I'm not saying he didn't. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, he did bully that nigga. It got to the point where it was like, Ja wasn't even able to defend himself anymore. <laughs> it was like, so I think you, <clears throat> I think you have a point, Cree. It's just, I guess it just depends on who you ask because there's a lot of people who. Don't fuck with 50 either. Um, I just feel like 50 has way too much time on his hands to just fucking be petty. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I don't see how he does it. I don't understand. This nigga got power and vitamin water. And, um, but nobody shows uses that to not watch his shows. I don't watch his shows. But, I, yeah, you're right, though. People, A lot of people still fuck with his shit or discredit his music significance. Um, I would hope niggas did not listen to 50s music because it, it hasn't been good for one thing <laughs> in a very long time. I mean, I like some joint he put out in like 2016. 
Oh, you, you enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, let let us know what y'all think. Um, I think Nikki has every right to feel how she feels. She, like I said, I don't, I don't know all the facts, so she very well could be bullied all this time. Um, oh, real quick question because we got like a couple minutes. Go so ahead. to your main point, what is the media's role in that? Like, is it should they be doing? Is it what do you say? Good, bad, and different. The media plays a negative role in demonizing people. Just like um, just like if you were to receive bad service at any restaurant, mm-hmm. they only, I think they very often only uh, speak on the negative. You right. know? Right, right, right. Um, I don't necessarily know if the media holds a responsibility to than anything but speaking on facts and speculation. Like, they're, they're, if they find out something is wrong, they like, I think the media has deserve or holds the responsibility to retract something or back something off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If they are actually wrong. But to say that, like, they can't speculate is just unfair to, I guess, the cultural end. Like, you know, everybody expects some type of speculation. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? But I think oftentimes the media is just very they put themselves in a a spot where they're always right. Because they cause they make the narrative, you know what I mean? Right. And what sells is people being pieces of shit. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So I I, I think the media holds a I think the media's doing bad for celebrities as individuals. You know what I mean? And what do you think about this? Cree, Cree said um, media loves drama, which we can both agree with that. Yep. Um, she said that the media loves to paint black women in a certain way in entertainment as well. Um, I don't know if she's speaking on like um, reality shows and stuff. You know what? Okay, so to her point, stuff. if we're talking about black women, are we talking about black women or women of color? She said black women. So I'm gonna say because okay, to her point, that whole that whole Cardi B was drugging motherfuckers. That shit didn't get a whole lot of traction. Like. It never, I mean, it didn't hurt her sales and shit. Yeah, like, it didn't get a whole lot of traction, so she might have a, a real point. Mm. You know, Martha Stewart's still out here popping. <laughs> Martha did her time. She, she, yeah, she, she did her time. She, now she's back on the grind. <laughs> she's back on the grind. <laughs> that shit never left the store, stores or nothing, though, did they? <laughs> no, bro. I, bro, I, remember, I remember it was, like, two weeks after that shit. Yeah. There was some damn Martha. There was some, oh, no, I'm sorry. It was some Paula Deen butter after all that Paula Deen racist shit came out. <laughs> Oh, and this about a bitch, and the shit, and the shit, and the shit had a new label sign on it. <laughs> All right, Paul, we just gotta reburn this shit. Right <laughs> we good. You good though? Yeah, man. So she might be right. I mean, I never even thought about that. I think so. I think um, it's definitely it's so tricky. What's tricky about it is they definitely paint black women a certain way, and then when they have an exception. They paint the exception in a certain way, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So there's like, in hip-hop, you know, most of black women that get on in hip-hop is the ones that be talking about, you know, shaking ass, whatever like that. Mm-hmm. Even though we have, we know that there's a ton of, you know, talented rappers out here that we still celebrate. The ones that are on the TV screen are usually the ones shaking ass or whatever. But when you have an exception, like, no name, like, they gonna put her in a certain, to the best of their ability, put her in a certain, like, box. You'd be like, oh, we also have no name. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it looks like a variety. Mm-hmm. As long as it works according to their, you know, arrangement. 
yeah. it works out. They're not out here just putting any black woman on just based on talent. I feel like, for the most part. I mean, I, I only person ever since the expansion or of social media and the media coverage that surrounds sports, the only person I can think of that it really isn't inside of a box too much is Serena Williams mm. in sports. And I think it's only because Serena's just got herself to a point where she can truly say what she wants to say. Yeah. And she's been around since like the 90s before right. like social media. Right. You know what I mean? So I don't know if she really qualifies, but mm. that's the only person that I, that's the only black woman I can't think is really inside of a box as far as social media, sports, and celebrities involved. I mean, concern. And when I say inside of a box, I mean like as far as keeping their mainstream relevance at an all-time high. I feel like there's a lot of black celebrities that do what they want or want to do what they want, and they do it in certain ways, but they have to maintain a certain cadence, I guess you could say. Persona? Yeah, persona, persona might be the better word. To stay mainstream relevant the way they are now. like You got to give me an example. Like, I think... What if um who's um what if like are we just still talking about black women or are we talking about like black celebrities in general? Well, we're talking about black celebrities. What else? I don't see like baby somebody like the rapper um little the baby. baby. I don't really listen. That, that's your guy. But like little baby, if little baby changed his whole shit and was just like, yo, I'm trying to get back to like the Talib Kweli's like heyday. <laughs> Be like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even think his the so media would even try to arrange it so his his audience would even accept that at all. Like, mm. they would just be like, because when they want it to happen, it can happen. Like, it's like you look at 21, his first like full like studio app. He had some like conscious joints in there, mm -hmm. but it was like you know sandwiched between the whole trap and like yeah. you know shooting niggas shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like it's certain. I think certain celebrities they can't really do that. They have to do things to keep that image. Open. I think so. I think yes. I I guess, but like, I think that's true for everybody. I don't think that's true for everybody. I think not for like somebody like Kendrick who isn't on social media. Period. That's what I'm saying. Like it's like yeah, he's like. He came out the gate like with a certain persona, and I think also his label, Top Dog, is very like, very much for the artists mm -hmm. first, versus like the success. I mean, they want to succeed, but they've always allowed their artists to be themselves. I've never heard a Top Dog album was like this. Ain't, this sounds like this nigga at all. Yeah, this sound like the label. Like, like we said, with, like Big Crit or some shit. Like, oh yeah, this shit don't sound like the shit Crit want to do right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think it's people like them, they can do what they want, and the label will maneuver it to like be accepted by the audience. I feel like. I guess. Um, but I still I still feel like, well, I feel like your celebrity, your status grants you that right to Freedom. be able to move, maneuver between lanes mm -hmm. fluidly without, you know. That too, yeah. Without much resistance. So I would, so... Like, I don't feel like Drake exists in any kind of lane except whatever lane he wants to put himself in. Which is like emo-ish. Emo-ish fuckboy. 
only reason I kind of, because I was when I see Drake, man, you see Drake has always hopped on. I mean, he creates waves, but he's also always hopped on waves. Like you take the whole like dance hall like wave and shit. Like he hopped on that shit, mm-hmm. and like adopted this whole persona. Yeah, like, he hopped on that shit for like eight songs. <laughs> I don't know, man. But they made him like eight million dollars. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Made him a lot of money. Oh, hey, hey, nigga. I mean, hey, nigga. Sometimes you gotta culturally appropriate some shit. Sometimes you gotta steal some shit that's not yours and act like you and act like you West Indian. Right. <laughs> <coughs> I've always felt the sense of like Drake just portraying something that he doesn't really. That's not really him. I, in his in his body, you know, in his soul of souls, I don't really think is. <laughs> I feel like they they made Drake who he is, like. Yeah, that's a, that's the hottest rapper in the game. Like, that took some like tweaking. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, it wasn't that first album. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. So look at the first album. Look at Drake now. Like, look at the sound. Look at his like just his swag that he got about himself. The arrogance. The just the how does nigga be like? I don't know how you put it. The Drakeness, man. Like, <laughs> they, that's that all took. He got Building? a whole team behind him, like creating this persona. You know what I mean? I guess, man. I'm not saying he's not enjoying himself and he's not being himself at all. I'm just saying, like, a lot of this stuff is for show. Like, Drake has to be on point at all times. Drake can't just come out the house looking any kind of way, unless that's how they want him to look in certain. You know what I'm saying? Do you think Drake situation. always got a stylist to pick out his clothes? I think there's a. I think every single move that Drake makes that we it's see calculated. is calculated. That we see is calculated. Yes, absolutely. You got this. I would. I would agree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, as far as sonically, as far as like what he wants to do with his music or what he wants to do with himself, I, I don't think that's like really calculated as much. I mean, I think he has no. I think he has a a lot of creative input on what he's doing. They got all the creative input. I feel like you listen to Care Package, <laughs> bro. I love Care Package. No, you don't. I do. No, I you do that. not, bro. Get I out. That, I love that toxic shit. We turn this shit. <laughs> that shit we good. Them this. songs is good. Like this I, the last episode of Cultivate Ignorance. Y'all. Them songs is good. Like fuck no, what you heard. Not. What are you talking about, bro? Them songs is good. How yeah. about now? What the fuck? Yeah. How about now? <laughs> you get the, the timestamp joint. <laughs> We already know. Hey, we already why, know. Why, why don't we refer to them as a timestamp? Because what they are. <laughs> Niggas know what we're talking about. <laughs> well, we know what we're talking about. Let me, let me get this track list out. Well, that's like school your ass. Don't let me. I will cancel this shit right now. We got like two minutes. How about now? Jody C Freestyle. The timestamp joints. Hold on a minute. Throw the rest of that shit away in the garbage. The motion? I like motion. I've always liked motion. Throw that shit in the garbage. I've always liked motion, so you can get the fuck out of here. So you like that shit with Rick Ross. What is nigga telling I did not tell a woman. No, no, this is your shit. Oh, mm-hmm. if you tell a woman uh, to, to feel, feel bad, feel bad about yourself. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. <coughs> All right. Okay. Dreams, dream money can buy is okay. The motion, I like that joy. How about now? Okay. That shit, hella toxic. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's <laughs> That's just a problem, man. <laughs> <coughs> well, did you see my story, my Instagram story? It describes the whole album. Bro, I reposted it on the page. <laughs> that's right, that's what you did. 
Um, I like Draft Day. Draft Day, my bad. That's okay. That's pile. I like Days in the East a little bit. No, my side. You can keep that. I get lonely. You can keep that. <laughs> God, throw that shit in the garbage. Golly. I, I, I like girls like Beyonce. Girls love Beyonce. That's a somewhat guilty pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That's it. Okay, man. I like like half the songs on this album. <clears throat> they just be hating on Drake, and then you be loving it. See, look, man. What's gonna happen is. You gonna like this more album more just like you like uh what's what? this place more just, just like you like uh you better not say take care don't be black no uh, if you're reading this is too oh long. <laughs> give it give about give about three four years it's not it's not I promise you. <laughs> I can three, promise you now give about three four years that shit had me like I've only stopped listening to two albums this <laughs> this year you stopped listening to that joint I finished it just to make sure. <laughs> He's like, it's Drake. It can't be this bad. I said, it's got to be more gems I can pluck out and put in the playlist. <laughs> um, even though I like some of the joints, I had to, I had to turn off Young Thug's album because that shit just got boring. It was really. It was knocking at first, and then it just. Yeah, I was. It was hitting for me at first, and then it started to fade a little bit. And I gotta finish listening to it again. Go listen to that little brother. Get your life together. Is it good? That shit is amazing. It's not their best album, but it's it's, it's a wonderful comeback album. So it's not minstrel show. No, but it's funny as fuck, though. It is? It's still funny. All right. Niggas always be funny. <coughs> Ain't nothing going to be Mr. Show. I'm just going to nip that in the bud. All right, man. We got to wrap the show. All right. So, this week's Black Business of the Week is going to be... You want to tap the table? You fucking up. We don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> what was the biggest fuck up of the show? All right. But anyway, on to the thirst of the week. Um, the Thirst of the Week has purchasable products. Uh, <laughs> this week's Thirst of the Week is Rhapsody, female MC. Okay, she got a new album coming out. I'm waiting. <clears throat> That's why she the Thirst of the Week, huh? <laughs> this thing here. Uh, she's uh, signed to Rock Nation. Uh, the people who just made that partnership <laughs> with the NFL. <laughs> so you go, you cancel Jay, you got to cancel Rhapsody. <laughs> um, she's got an album coming out this Friday. It's called Eve. She's, uh, three times Grammy nominated. You can. You can catch her on Instagram at Rhapsody, um, Twitter at Rhapsody, all that good shit. Um, R A P S O D Y. Um, what's her first album? Lala's. Uh, Layla's. Layla's um, Wisdom. Yeah, Layla's Wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Album Stupid Fire. That shit is amazing. That shit was fire. Um, this upcoming album she's got, uh, which comes out Friday, she's got features. It's uh, sixteen tracks. We got features from uh. L. Varner, R&B artist. Okay. Um, D'Angelo. Oh. Jizza. Oh. Jid, Sir. Uh, J. Cole. She even got a feature from Queen La. This so, is a classic. Yeah. Uh, she was on The Breakfast Club a few days ago. Uh, it was either yesterday or the day before. <coughs> where she was talking about all this stuff. Mm. So, definitely go check her out. She is probably the, uh, just straight bars, best mainstream Woman Man. artist out there, one of the top artists. Period. Like, I couldn't believe how good that is to get. We don't even worship Drake, man. Um, I'm a Drake stand. <laughs> you are. I couldn't believe how good that first album was, man. I, yeah, that first album was amazing. Not that I doubted her, but I just didn't expect it to just be that. You know, top to bottom. It's very rare that you hit a, a top to bottom great hip hop album. Yeah. These days that you don't have to like you know skip shit on. So. Yeah. So I will uh, definitely be doing that. Um, she's actually 
Uh, let me see. Uh, I think she's going on tour with Big Crit also. Oh. Yeah, so that would be super dope if only they added a Columbia show. Y'all um, going to start showing Columbia. I know we had this whole thing with Lil Wayne and them, but please come back to Columbia Life Arena, please. <laughs> I mean, at least the, the dog on, uh, what's his face? Not the Coliseum. <laughs> no, not the Coliseum. <laughs> the, uh, what's his face? What's the Township. Name? Township, yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> the seats. You crap down seats. Rub seats. <laughs> but yeah, man, go check her out. She's stupid dope. You won't be disappointed. I know I'm not going to be. No, no. If you just like bars and you like somebody that can just spit. Absolutely. Um, check out her album. It's called Eve. Coming out Friday. It'll be on all platforms. Excited. Thank y'all for joining. Oh, that was weak. Thank y'all for joining another episode. Get the extra Spade ass in there. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> I've been coughing my ass off. Dying the whole show. This is the last. Oh, it's the last episode. <laughs> um, appreciate y'all tuning in. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> no! Stop smoking that loud before the show. Um, you smoking that trash or <laughs> Um, definitely we gonna come back and um look at the more of the comments. Um, once we end the show, but thank y'all so much for tuning in as usual. Um, yeah. Tell us what y'all think about this whole Jay Z thing. If y'all hate him, if y'all love him. I still love Jay because I love Reasonable Doubt. Because nothing. <laughs> so he can do no wrong after that. Nothing could do. If Jay came out, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I actually voted for Trump and I support everything, each and everything he's done. His racist shit, his, his, what, bigot? His bigotry. His want, bigotry. Jay-Z said, I'm personally funding the wall. <laughs> what if we did that? What if we built the wall, bro? What if we built the wall? Be like, damn, boy, y'all Mexicans must really be bad, boy. <laughs> You got Jay fun in this shit, boy. This is y'all host, man. I'll be down there to put the first ceremonial <laughs> brick down. <laughs> <laughs> I get my little, I get my little concrete and shit. Put a little slab on. <laughs> Here you go, Mister Carter. I got you. for free. He ain't even. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, just grab a paper plane on the top of. Terrible, man. <laughs> y'all, please tune in next time if y'all still love us. If Will ain't ruin the show for y'all, I'll be back um, next time. Not coughing so much. Hopefully. See y'all, man. Love y'all. We'll hate you. No, I don't love you, too.